This is the Wellness Puzzle Podcast with Andrew Jobling, author, speaker, educator, entrepreneur, and AFL player. Join Andrew as he continues his lifelong journey as a student of human behavior. This podcast will help you live your passion, explore your potential, step into your power, and embrace your possibilities. Your possibilities. Possibilities. Hello, Andrew Jobling. Welcome to the Wellness Puzzle Podcast for another week. Get yourself ready. You need to buckle up for this week. I'm speaking to Miriam Apache, and Miriam is a friend of mine, and we go back probably 10 years, but I haven't seen her. And I'm looking at her all over social media and reached out to her and said, we need to chat. Would you be open to a podcast interview? She's been very successful in corporate, in leadership. She's now living in Morocco from Australia to the US, now living in Morocco. She now has her own business where she helps people build their brand and find that inner amazingness. She calls herself a personal brand expert, but she's way, 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 way more than that. And it's been so good to reconnect with Miriam and have this conversation. As I said, I haven't spoken to her for probably five years. And this was the first conversation we've had and we recorded it on a podcast. So it's pretty cool. She is full of passion. She's so purpose-driven right now and she will help you find yourself. She'll help you return to yourself. She will help you get inspired and passionate about the life you have and how to move forward and make it the best it can be. So you're going to love this conversation with Miriam Apache. Miriam, it is so amazing to see you. Just incredible. I'm sitting here. You're still, you're still sort of coming to terms with Well, for people that are listening to this, they don't understand that you and I go back a fair way and we met probably close to 10 years ago, maybe for the first time. Yes. Maybe. And then we lost touch and then I've seen you all over social media and I know you've lived in the US. So you were in Melbourne, then you were living in the US and now you're in Morocco. Yeah. So I've finally tra- I've tracked you down in Morocco. I am living it up in Africa. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, we'll talk about that journey and how you actually got to Morocco. But Morocco, what is it like? It just sounds so glamorous. Is it glamorous? Uh, it's not glamorous. It's more so intoxicating with its beauty, its history, than the environment, the landscape, the people, so friendly. And the colours, yeah. Yeah. So when we met, Miriam, you were kicking some butt in mm-hmm. sort of the corporate space and yes. you were an area manager for a pretty major retailer in Melbourne. Yes. And I know the first time we met, your focus and passion was helping people be the best they could be. And yeah. you were doing incredibly well. What happened? From an outsider's point of view, looking in, you'd see Miriam going, well, she's just doing great stuff. She's climbing that corporate ladder. She's going great places. But you're a little bit lost, weren't you? Tell us a bit about, um, before we started recording, you mentioned a couple of words. You said rebirth and you've said return to self. Yes. Because I think there's a lot of people out there that are listening to this that are possibly feeling a little bit lost in their career, their life, whatever, and they're ready for rebirth. So I think they're going to be sitting on the edge of their seat wanting to hear wisdom (laughs) from Miriam. So tell us a bit about the journey. Absolutely. Well, when I was working for that company, phenomenal company, one of the best I have worked for, as much as it was a corporate environment, for me it was all about the people 
I was very purpose-driven and I wanted to bring out the best in people. And I know you saw that love that I had there. And um, as much as I was doing that and, and it was infectious and with that company, it was incredible. You know, I won three awards, international awards with them. Um, I wrote their customer experience program, which covered all of the Southern Hemisphere and all sorts of incredible opportunities with them. But I came to a point where I felt I had a bigger purpose in life. And as much as I adored the company and love making a difference within the company and for the teams and the customers, I always drove the mission and the purpose of we're changing people's lives. And for me, and that was with pairs of sunglasses, we were doing that. And I'm going to be a little bit more. So we had the charity called One Sight and they were helping people in third world countries. So that's that's really was the driving factor. But I realized I had a bigger calling inside me and perhaps your audience can relate to this. You know, you're going along in your career and you could be flourishing, you may not be flourishing. And really you find yourself in a similar position where you come to this point and you look at your life and you say, is this where I'm meant to be? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is this what I'm here for in life? Is this my purpose? Like a lot of people question the term purpose and um, purpose is huge, very, very huge for me. And we'll get to that as we go through the conversation. And I just realized I wanted to help people on a larger level. I wanted to help people where there were no borders, no confines, no boundaries. And I wasn't going to find that just within a corporation. I needed to step out of that. And I needed to also really dig deep and understand myself and my purpose so I could help other people make a difference with their purpose. Okay. So here's the big question. <laughs> yes. You said I had to find my purpose. How did you go about that process of finding your purpose? Now, obviously, a big part of your purpose is helping people. That's part of your DNA. I mean, that's the thing that attracted yes. me to you when we first met. I met. I actually remember that day, that first time we met, we sat in a cafe slash bar place in, in a suburb of Melbourne. And I just remember talking to you going, wow. I mean, you were at that stage... Even then, you were just infectious, your enthusiasm for people and for what you were doing. So, I mean, you obviously had your purpose. There was inkling and direction there. But so what was it for you that actually helped you really land on, okay, this is me, this is who I am, this is what I need to be doing, this is the impact I'm meant to have on this planet while I'm here? Yeah. I believe it's great to say you're working for a company and you may love what you're doing, And that's great. That's great that you are in that place because people need to enjoy what they do. But I really believe being able to step back and really look at what lights you up, what brings you to life, like what do you do? It it could be the littlest thing, but what do you do that is just lights you up? Just literally every cell in your body is just lit up. And, you know, there's patches in life and I've been through this where you just literally feel like, nothing's lit up. It just feels so numb and dormant. And I just couldn't handle, I didn't want to live like that. I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I went through that. I got to a point where I was thinking, this doesn't feel right. I'm not here to exist. I'm here to create. I'm here to create change. I'm here to, to create something that empowers people, is infectious. I know I'm a very, very passionate person. You know that? Yes, (laughs) I know that. I I just... (laughs) So I have to share that with people. You know, people, I believe, 
get a disconnection with their own passion, their own passion for life, their passion for their purpose. And and really for me, that's a big part of what I do now, which I know we'll, we'll get, probably get into later, but yes. really finding purpose for me is having the courage to look into yourself and listen to yourself and really truly accepting who you are the beautiful things about you the weird things about you the crazy things about you the little things that people don't notice like truly going inside and bringing that inside incredible being that each and every one of us is to the outside and sharing that with the world i feel that we are taught in life to become something we are not and be someone we are not and dim ourselves to fit in yes 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 all that stuff and i tell you right now anyone doing that this moment and we've all been there deep in your heart and in your soul you're screaming you're screaming to get out and for some people that turns into depression some people that turns into anxiety some people that turns into numbing the pain and that is intolerable that pain of putting yourself in this suffocation of this cage of who you truly are and you're in this case of not being yourself. And how can you truly live your purpose if you're putting that incredible being that you are, who you truly naturally are, afraid of people's judgment, afraid of what your mom, your dad, your employer, your friend, your boyfriend, whoever it is, your brother, your sister, your partner, your wife, your husband is going to say or think about you, your kids, and you hide that from the world. You're talking to everyone right now, Miriam. Absolutely everyone. <laughs> How are you supposed to live in your purpose when that beautiful, incredible, powerful, unique being is hidden? And I understand because I've been there. I have lived that. I've lived that for a large part of my life, for decades. But I just want everyone to listen to this. When we were children, before we had so-and-so telling us to be quiet, to shut up, don't do that, don't be too much, don't do this, before all of that came into your life, when you were free to be you, just being this natural, incredible, joyful, happy, fun, giddy, loving, incredible child, that Feeling is who we truly are. We're just wiser. We've had life experience. We've, we've had the knocks in life. We've had the accomplishments. We've had the, the disappointments. We've had all of this stuff happen, which you know what? It just makes us wiser in life and more equipped to handle adversities as they come through and more familiar with what steps to take to aspire and achieve what we're trying to achieve in life. Wow. Talk about letting it rip. You've just given it everything. And as I've said, you're speaking to every single person. There's people sitting, listening to this right now, maybe squirming in their seat a little bit because they know that you're talking to them and they have dulled themselves and they have accepted a life that they don't love. And we all know people like that, people that have been told so many times to just play it safe. And with this whole coronavirus too, I mean, again, haven't we been just all the world's been pushed into this little box? Hey, this is how we must behave in this environment. And again, you know, it is the courageous ones that step out and say, hey, there's more for me. 
I mean, I know people are sitting there going, well, that's great. That's fantastic advice. And I love Miriam's enthusiasm and passion and purpose. But how do I do that? And we're not going to tell them just yet, Miriam. We're going to keep them waiting. <laughs> oh, come I on know, I'm, I'm cruel like that. But we've got lots of time to talk about that. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a real key part of this conversation that we have is that process because you're right, depression, anxiety, I think addiction, suicide. Yeah. It's all because we don't feel free to be ourselves. We feel like we've got to behave a certain way. We're not good enough to do things that deep down we'd like to, but we've probably lost belief. I mean, I talk in schools now and I was actually today in the school and speaking to about 30 teenagers. These are senior teenagers and, you know, it just breaks my heart that mm-hmm. 16, 17-year-olds just don't believe in themselves. Like we did this activity, Miriam, where they all had a sheet of paper. At the top it said, what I like about, and then they wrote their name and they passed that sheet mm-hmm. around to everyone. So everyone wrote something about them that they liked and they got this sheet back with a list of things that other people liked about them. And the comment was, I don't believe it. They read this stuff and they go, I don't believe that. Or they say, I don't believe that about myself. You know, so mm-hmm. we, we're so lacking and it starts from such a young age, yeah, doesn't it? Where yeah, it we start does. to get chipped away. And, and then for a lot of people, unfortunately and tragically, they take it through their whole life and live a life far less than what it could potentially be. But you have done amazing stuff. And I asked you before if you were kicking ass and you said, no, you're not kicking ass, you're elevating ass. <laughs> I'm elevating ass. <laughs> Elevating people. So you've just, and we're going to go to a break in a sec, but before we do, Mm -hmm. right now you're in Morocco, you've been to the US and we'll talk about that transition where you worked for a big company over there and then you then somehow ended up in Morocco. Now you've started a business. Tell us a little bit about the business you've just started. Absolutely. Well, I work with, I help purpose-driven brands basically create a powerful brand become powerhouses so they can get their mission out there and change people's lives and I do it where I help them in a beautiful simple way so it removes the overwhelm and confusion and it really turns them into a magnetic brand Um, and that is what I do I help their dreams come to life and I help them take their brands and their missions to a higher level well I'm pretty sure there's people sitting there going well I'd like you to do that for me, please. So we're going to have a quick break. We're going to talk more about it. So we'll be back in a sec. How do you rate the most important things in your life? For many of us, long life and joy are high on the list. Important elements we can't buy, but the secret to attaining them is elusive and out of reach for many. Andrew Jobling has tackled these important questions in his book, The Wellness Puzzle, Living a Life of Joyful Longevity. Andrew solves the problem by teaching the seven pieces to optimal well-being. This is a must-read. Find out more about The Wellness Puzzle and Andrew's other books at andrewjobling.com.au. So, Miriam, how did you end up in the U.S.? You're yeah, working sure. in Melbourne and then you you were there for how long? You were there for a few years, weren't you? Yeah, close to three years. I was living in Nashville. Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. From Melbourne to Nashville. We, did you um, have I, your 10-gallon hat? No, 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 no. But I, I was Do some boot scooting? Of, 
No, I never bought the cowgirl boots. Never, never oh, went back. So you didn't did, really did have wear, the Nashville experience well, then, did you? Uh, I did. I did. Yeah, I was mixing with people who were very country, so that was super fun. But um, it's really funny, actually. I was doing my own personal brands about five, six years ago, and um, I was flying over to the US to go to a marketing conference, and this company saw me through online presence and, you know, did their research and heard some things and they basically wanted to fly me to Nashville just for a few weeks to do a project. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> I went over and after two weeks, they, they did not want to let me go. And um, anyway, I said, yes, opportunity arises. I said, yes. I thought about it and I said, yes. I said, what an incredible opportunity to live in America and have a, a different experience of the world. And um you know, help this business achieve their goals. And yeah, and pretty much did that for close to three years and um, ended up in Morocco early this year. Okay, so Morocco, you just woke up one day and said, I'm going to Morocco, (laughs) or did you take a wrong turn at Albuquerque? Where is Albuquerque? How far is that from Nashville? I have no idea. Ah, So you didn't take a wrong turn at Albuquerque then? No, no, no. I came here with the company. They wanted to expand business in Morocco and they gave me that opportunity. I came here and when I did, I was going through my own transition of realizing a greater purpose beyond helping one company. That calling that I've had throughout my whole life of helping as many people as I can in life was literally singing at me at full vocal capacity and I just couldn't drum it out anymore. So I made that decision early this year, that new beginning, new life, let's do this. Let's go out and help as many people as I can. And it's been an incredible experience and incredibly rewarding. So do you help people? Obviously, a lot of the stuff you do is online now, Yeah. clearly. Do you run workshops? Do you, You've got online programs, you do coaching, you speak to yeah. groups, any, all of the above? Yeah, so what I do is two ways. So I basically do coaching, group coaching, where I take people on the journey of truly defining what their brand's identity is and taking it to all the levels that it needs to be. So we go through all the elements of branding, but for purpose-driven brands. And I do have a point of difference, and they go through that experience in the course. Um, It's all life coaching. And The other thing I do is one-on-one consulting for brands that really want that honing in on that one-on-one attention. Um, And I do do work for them as well, like creative work as well. And you work with individuals? Solopreneurs, fempreneurs, entrepreneurs. Look, the whole thing is people who are purpose-driven. They genuinely want to make a difference in the world. They have a purpose. Um, they want to do it better. They want to connect with their audience. They want to connect with people that they just don't know what to do. They're confused. What content do I produce? You know, are my brand colors right? Um, is my messaging right? Am I, am I coming across the right way? Am I repelling people? Like, what am I doing? They're all confused. And I'm like, come over here. Let me take you on. Let's do this. I'll show you. And Very simply and clearly, we make it happen. That's awesome. So how does this light you up inside? Because you talked about being lit up inside. How does what you do now fulfill that purpose you've got? Well, uh, being so grateful that I am a creative person and I get to share 
the creative visions that I have with people and really tune into what their true heart's desire is. And I help them achieve that, not only on a strategic level, but also on a creative level, because at the end of the day, visual things stimulate us. So how we are presenting ourselves to the world, not only in how we present visually, but how we sound, how we speak, everything, that whole incredible experience we're giving people just, it does light me up because I see people and I get to connect with them and I get to help them come out, come to life and bring out that incredible person that they are through their brand and through who they are as a person. So you help them effectively light their own inner Absolutely. fire, hey, don't you? That is part of what I do. It's definitely beyond branding a business and your purpose. It yeah. really, we are our own brand. Of course and we are. when I talk about that, like people think of a brand as, oh, it's the branding of, you know, a company. No, this is who you are. People connect with people. People don't connect yep. with logos. They connect yep. with people and it's really stepping into who you are. So yes, what I do has the duality and that is the beauty of it. So it absolutely is um, transforming. Wonderful. So here's the question. This yeah. is oh, that go. wasn't a question? Well, no, that was a question, but here's the question. This is the, oh, okay. the, the big one. Go for it. Here's someone listening. Their light's not there. They know there's more for them. They know they were on this planet to do more, be more, have more, create more, help more. But they've got no idea how to start that journey to find that purpose in their life. Yeah. Now, without giving away too much because, you know, this is your intellectual property here and you charge millions of dollars for this sort of information. I do not. <laughs> no, she doesn't. But what would you say to someone who's the fires out? Like where you were when you felt like you were just going through the motions, you were, you know, had the nice job and the nice car and the nice everything looked nice from the outside, but on the inside things were not humming, they weren't buzzing, they weren't flashing, they weren't the bells weren't ringing. How do we get people's bells ringing? Honestly, I feel that when someone is in that point, in that position, you just feel so alone and you feel so unseen and you feel so misunderstood and you almost feel like there's no way out. And I just want people to know that they are seen and there are people who care about you and I really genuinely believe this because this happened to me when I was uh, 10 years old. Sometimes it takes that one person to just really believe in you, to just show you a mirror, a reflection of who you truly are. If you're finding it so hard to see it within yourself, surround yourself with people who see who you are, see the best in you and love and accept you for who you are and start to trust yourself start to trust I know it's hard to feel it I know yep. it is so hard to feel it when you almost feel like you possibly feel like there's no way out and the other thing just sorry to interrupt you Miriam is you've also got to when other people are seeing you mm-hmm. and they're telling you that you know you've got potential and you can do whatever you want believe yeah. them Absolutely. this is the thing I see what and I was talking in the school today is I was trying to encourage others to build other people up. But if you get a list of stuff but you don't believe that 
then it's of no use. We've got to believe it. People aren't just saying stuff just to waste time. Sometimes, sometimes we just, we're at a point where we're so, people have built, we've just built this facade up that we're so used to hiding who we truly are and that we forgot to look at ourselves. I just want people to remember when they were a child, and I'm not talking about being a kid, I'm talking about when you were free. And that whole judgment and existence before that kicked in, okay, before any of that came in and you felt, you didn't even think about, you know, I'm not enough, I wasn't this, I don't have, before any of that kicked in and that feeling, children naturally, before all that conditioning pops in, naturally are in love with themselves. They're naturally in love with life. Keep That person is not dead inside you that person is you just yep. a few decades older and maybe buried a little bit deeper buried a little bit deep maybe snuggled up and wrapped up in blankets just to try and be safe but i'm telling you that you get people around you who genuinely see you and you are safe as soon as you feel safe that's when you feel ready to start sharing those little pieces of you all over again And maybe it's going to take some time on your own and maybe it's going to take you feeling like you're lying to yourself. I know when I first started off doing this, all the terrible things I was feeling about myself, I said, I've had enough of hearing this stuff in my head because I know it's not me. But why do I say these things to myself? They're holding me back in life. They're holding me back from truly bringing out my life, my light and my purpose. I literally opened up a book, got out a pen, and wrote all these things down, then on the next page wrote the total opposite. And I felt like I was lying to myself, all these incredible things. I felt like I was lying to myself. So you wrote down, your first page, Miriam, you wrote down all the stuff that you didn't like about yourself. Yes. All the the junk. You got out all the junk. Yeah. All the lies I was telling myself, the years, things people maybe who didn't, who weren't so kind to me in life had said. I just wrote all this stuff down that it becomes a lie that we play in our mind that truly stops the heart, truly stops who we truly are. We are all incredibly loving beings. We only just want to be loved. We only want to experience love. We just want to share that. Yeah. But that mind is stopping us maybe from all the hardships or bad memories, whatever it be, writing it down. And on the next page, I started writing the opposite. I started doing it every day. So, Sometimes so I, I am it good enough. I am loving. I yeah, am successful. Whatever, whatever what, yeah. it was, whatever it needed to be. And then eventually what happened was, and I only wrote the bad stuff once, but every day I wrote the good stuff. Eventually I started to feel the good stuff. It started to feel real. And then they became reminders of the great things about me. And I started to step into the fullness of, of that person because that's the truth of who you are. Yeah. The truth of who you are is all these incredible things. And yes, not everyone, no one is perfect. Yes, people have a good side and yes, people have a bad side, but we have a choice. And if we want to bring out the better side of us or we want to reside in the not so great side of us, we, we can make that decision. We can make a choice on who we want to be. We can. And the reality is, Miriam, as you well know, that we will become who we believe we are. Or what Absolutely. we believe. So all the junk. Now you said they are lies, and that's true. They're yeah. lies. However, they become our truth when we repeat them 
or when we listen to them and we accept them from other people, that becomes our truth. Even though they're lies, it becomes how our life plays out. So this is the courage part, isn't it? This is true courage to look at those things that you maybe have believed about yourself for so long and say, no, that's not who I am and I'm going to start to recreate who I am, which is obviously what you've done. You've recreated yourself through affirmation. Well, yeah, affirmation, I'll be honest with you, at first that's what I did, but I didn't feel it was enough. I had to do more, but that was my first step. Okay. Um, So how did you then supercharge that? The supercharge came with really, like I said, I started to choose empowering relationships. I started to remove people out of my life who were saying nasty things or doing nasty things or not showing me the respect that I knew I deserved. Um, and I'm not saying that in a, putting me on a pedestal. I'm just talking about genuine human kindness That's and what respect. you accept for yourself. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's yes. self-respect. Yes. Is what it is. Yes, yes, yes. So I started to say to myself, I only interact with people that I choose that are empowering relationships. And that goes both ways because I know I'm giving that to people as it is. So it works both ways. And I just felt a complete shift occur where I was empowered because I started to pick better relationships, better business relationships, better personal relationships and so on. Friendships, you name it. And the relationship with myself became empowered that was the next step beyond that honestly sometimes people I believe need help and I'm going to be straight up and I'm not talking about therapists and this and I'm not talking about that stuff I'm talking about someone who can spend that time with you to actually show you who you truly are and help you bring who that human, incredible human being is, incredible being is to the outside, where there is no longer inside and outside separation, that who you truly are is who you truly are as a whole. You're no longer hiding that incredible person that you are and no longer holding up this facade. The facade breaks away. And you need help. Sometimes you just need help to do that. Yep, you do. I mean, that's incredible, Miriam. So you're talking about returning to self is what you've basically yes. said. So tell me now, once you are able to return to self, tell me what sort of started to manifest itself in your life. What sort of physical change happened around you when that change happened within you? Wow, my goodness. So much. Just the way I view the world, my interactions on a daily basis, even the kindness and connection and warmth I was feeling with complete strangers amplified. My connection to an awareness of nature, just enjoying the simplicity and beauty of life. Um, my career, just incredible, incredible explosion <laughs> of just these beautiful connections coming through and all these incredible changes happening for people, these breakthroughs and even how I dress and how I view myself and everything, everything, all the pleasures of life, the way you taste food, everything just started to shift and light up. It's like living again. No, like no more feeling like something is dormant and also a thirst for life this limitless feeling of I can achieve anything and I will and I'm, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to 
make a huge difference in life. I'm going to help people. So that mission I always felt in my life is that full feeling now. Wow, that's absolutely amazing, Miriam. And you are clearly doing it. You're living it. I mean, knowing, seeing you at the moment, I get to watch you as you talk <laughs> and I can see, you know, when I see the look in your eye, the sparkle and it's pretty inspiring stuff. We're going to have another break and we will come back and then just wrap it up. But wow, awesome stuff. We'll be back. Running a personal training or group fitness business usually means hours organizing bookings, answering missed messages, and chasing payments. Until you discover the Fiddy Trainer app, Fiddy becomes the heart of your fitness business by driving your sales. Fiddy gets you paid faster, helps maintain your clients, and simplifies arranging bookings by automating everything. Let Fiddy focus on your business health so you can focus on your clients. Visit Fiddy.com to download or schedule a live demo. We've just had a wonderful conversation while we were having a break and I can't remember what it was, so everyone, you're going to miss it. What a beautiful time. You know, we look at COVID and so many people have looked at COVID as, oh, that's terrible. And, and I've seen so many posts on social media, you know, if 2020 was a food, what would it be? I don't know if you've seen those posts and, and people no. say, you know, <laughs> slugs and it would be dog poo and it would be monkey's armpit. And they're describing 2020 as this, horrendous year because of COVID. For me, what you've talked about in terms of returning to self and having the courage to go inside and find who that person is and learn to love and accept that person and allow them to be who they are. You know, Mm -hmm. I went through a significant part of that in 2020, going to lockdown and living alone and a lot of insecurities and a lot of things that hadn't gone well and, you know, all these doubts and fears and, you know, the anger we have and the guilt we have and the self-bitterness we have and all this sort of stuff. And just to spend some time, some uncomfortable time, no doubt about it, it's uncomfortable, to just stop and look at the person that's looking back at you in the mirror and think about the great things. Think about the things you've done and and the people you've inspired and to think about what's possible and and all of a sudden as you said it just starts to come out and then all of a sudden you see things differently you look at adversity differently I look at challenges now differently I look at them as opportunities I look at them as lessons I look at them as gifts rather than as problems absolutely and I think that's what you're talking about and I think right now I don't know what's like in Morocco I mean what's going on with COVID in Morocco are you in lockdown or is everyone happy and free and no lockdowns there was after a certain hour for a while. But in saying that, I have been watching what's, what's been going on in Australia and, and they are harsh, I have to say. You know, it's, they're quite strict there. But I do understand Australia has very high standards compared to the rest of the world when it comes to medical things and education. I understand their take on things, but it's hard. It's hard for people when they're not free to, yep. to just live life naturally and in Morocco it's not like that at all right now so people are weary they have masks they don't have to wear them Um, but people I think have had a whole education piece around personal space and cleanliness and so on and you know staying home if you're not well all that stuff. There's lockdown happening in different areas of Australia at the moment gratefully in Melbourne we're not at the moment but now Queensland's just gone into lockdown and Sydney has been for a month or so and they're going to be there for another month or so. Wow. And Adelaide have just been in lockdown and just come out of lockdown and we've just come out of lockdown and who knows what's going to happen. But I think 
if you're sitting there and what Merriam has said has resonated with you, use this time to go inside to discover the incredible person that lives beneath the surface of you. Now's the time, right, to for people to to start to do that. You've got the time, and Absolutely. you've got what a what a wonderful opportunity this is to recreate and return yeah. to self. And you know what? May I just add? Here in Morocco, may have been two months ago, they had a religious month. So for thirty days, no one was around. All the restaurants were closed. So it was like pretty much seriously. It was like a mysteriously abandoned city where I was living no people I was like okay and what I did was okay I said this is 30 days where I can truly focus on my purpose and my business and what I do so it was literally head down bottom is it, is it head down but bottom up I don't know head down but, exactly. head down bum up that's it I literally said okay I'm gonna do that and yes I was doing the whole self-reflection going within I did all of that and yes it, it's all part of the journey so I'm like you I believe that adversity there is always a gift after adversity I know it feels like crap going through it and no one wants it if we had a choice not to we absolutely would not pick it however it makes us wiser stronger just better in the end and um, there is always some gift whether whatever it is and I'm not saying that suffering is a good thing at all but I'm just saying if you can look at things in a way of what can I take away, even if it's one little thing that I can take away from this that maybe makes me more compassionate or understanding to other people's suffering or, you know, perhaps that becomes a part of your purpose in life because you don't want other people to feel that way. You know, mm. things happen for a reason. Yeah, there's a lot of people that use adversity as a platform to stand on and help Absolutely. people. Yeah, when we go yeah. through a tough time and you get through it, you can help other people do the yeah. same thing. So, Absolutely. wow, what a wonderful opportunity that is. So, Miriam, just to ch- totally change direction, tell us about a day in the life of Miriam in Morocco. Absolutely. Okay, well, I go through little phases where I may go on adventures, but right now, honestly, um, I am talking to people like yourself, amazing, incredible people like yourself, and I'm working with purpose-driven brands. So today, later today, I have one of my coaching sessions. I have one-on-one branding sessions. So my day literally is, I just have so much joy from this, just helping people and working through what they're trying to achieve. But I am living near the sea, so sometimes I go for a walk on the beach. I do explore into the little fish markets. I go to the local bazaar sometimes and just experience the culture as well. I'm making the most of it while I'm here and mixing with the locals and tasting their foods and so on. But I'm, to be honest, like I did a lot of that before, I'm really focused on helping people yeah. and that's predominantly how my day is. Well, that's awesome. And that's good. I mean, let's say a lot of people go, you know, you're a workaholic or you work obsessed, but I know yeah. you wouldn't consider it work. Like it's not work. It's not work. It's purpose. It's, not, it's, it's passion. my life. I love it. And exactly. that's you know what? I'll tell you something. Everyone, and maybe I'm rubbing someone up the wrong way right now. And you it's know okay, what? Rub. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it happens, and sometimes a different perspective is okay. It's okay to see a different point of view. Okay, totally. it's a safe space to see that. But I know I was there. I was there where I would have heard someone maybe saying this and thought, what do you know? Oh, you're living this. No, you know what? I have I have experienced hating going to work. I have experienced 
hating what I do, you know, working till, oh my gosh, I remember one company I worked for woke me up at midnight when I was in bed because it was 24 hour trade in a shopping mall. And they told me to get back to work after working till about 8 p.m. and come back and work. Because I worked till 4 a.m. in the morning. And I, I just thought, this isn't life. It was my mother's birthday. Like, this isn't life to be picked up like that, like someone controlling my life like that. And I just, those were the motivation points for me that gave me the fire to figure out what the beep I wanted to do with my life. What the okay? frock? What the, what the frock? So seriously, if you're hating what you're doing right now, use that as a fire to figure this out. And there are people who can help you. Yes. And just, I'm here to help you. Andrew's here to help you. There are people here who genuinely want to help you and want to see you thrive. That is so inspiring and that's amazing, Mary, because people just feel like I've been educated. I've got a qualification. I must stay in this profession and I must work in this field and be miserable for 40, 50 years. No, you don't. We live in this the most amazing time in history opportunities everywhere nothing is impossible everything's possible you can work for yourself you can create other incomes you can do what you're doing you can consult you can write you can do podcasts there's side hustles here and there and everywhere yes. find what it is you love and go out there and chase it with everything you've got do not and i'm going to now upset people Marion, because you've got me fired up <laughs> don't waste your life doing something yes. that you hate in my last podcast, I spoke to this incredible lady who's gone through more trauma in her life than anyone ever should. She's had three cancers. She's got multiple sclerosis. She's had heart disease. She's got all sorts of issues. And I said, so what's your perspective on life? She said, I'm upright. I'm living every day. I'm alive. I get to choose. And I can't buy back time. Time is the one resource that I can never get back again. Don't waste this life. Life is a gift. Don't yeah. waste it. So, Miriam, people I'm sure would like to maybe find out more about you, reach out, chat to you, find out some of the stuff, great stuff you're doing. How do they connect with you? How do they find you? Absolutely. So, if they have Instagram, they can go to my Instagram. Do you put social handles when I will. you share your podcast? I, I will. I'll put them in my... the notes. Yes. Yes, and then you can also, I am giving away some free brand strategy sessions. If anyone is just starting off or has a brand and wants some help, I am doing that. And that link is in the bio of my um, Instagram, but it's also on my website. So I'll give you both of those. And look, Andrew, there's something I just wanted to say, um, which is really important to anyone who, something really resonated with me when you were speaking just earlier. And you said to people, don't waste their life and um, data side hustle. I just want to say it just starts with helping one person. One person you help turns into another person that you can help. Two turns into three people. Four continues on and on and on. You know, don't put the weight of the world on your shoulders. Just start off with changing one person's situation. They're at a point where they're suffering 
and they want to get to a point where they of desire and it might be something that you know to do really well and it could be the littlest thing it doesn't have to be complex it could be the littlest thing that you know to do really really well maybe you know how to play the guitar really well maybe you're incredible at landscaping gardens maybe you're an artist maybe you're a coach maybe you're an author, maybe you're, you're into podcasting, you're singing, whatever it is, it starts with one person's life that you make a difference to and then you simply continue on and it starts expanding like this beautiful radius. It multiplies and multiplies and multiplies because yeah. people are going to talk about you for the changes you're making to their life. That's true. There is a ripple effect. And Mariam, you're talking about people that you can directly impact but what Absolutely. about what about the ripple effect of that i mean you help one person feel better about themselves or get a good result and they're going to then start to share and help yeah. and inspire others my mission is to i call it a wave of wellness around the world and that's a ripple you just help a few people who help a few people who help a few people before you know it you're changing the world yeah. so as i think that's an awesome piece of advice Miriam. start with one simple thing one first step get started yeah. you'll feel empowered yeah. you'll feel amazing take another step and before you know it you'll be radiant and you'll be bouncing out of your skin like Miriam is <laughs> right now so thank you so much for spending some time i know you've got lots on your schedule and thank you for squeezing me in and i know this... oh it's my pleasure <laughs> what you're talking about this is a highlight today <laughs> well, good i'm glad i mean look it's been too long since we've spoken and i thought well podcast is a good opportunity to catch up and record your wisdom at the same time and share it with the world. So, yeah, it's been a wonderful conversation and look forward to connecting more with you now that we're reconnected and certainly watching yeah. you and watching the great things you do all around the world. So, Miriam, thank you so much. You're so welcome and thank you, everybody. I don't know about you, but I'm vibrating after that conversation with Miriam. Is she not the most incredibly passionate and vibrant, enthusiastic person you've ever listened to. And I hope you got as much out of that conversation as I did. And as I say every single week, I do this podcast for me and you just have the privilege of listening to it and also getting something from the wonderful guests that I have. And Miriam was incredible. She has so much perspective on life. She's got so much wisdom. She's still very young and she's doing incredible stuff, traveling the world, living her dream on purpose, helping lives, inspiring people. The key to that conversation was that time that she coined the phrase return to self, where she went inside and really found that beautiful, amazing, incredible person that was always inside her, as is also inside of you. The person's there, that amazing, incredible winner is inside you. You've just got to get in there, dig down through maybe through a few layers and find that person Love that person, bring that person back out and you watch what happens in your life. So thank you so much, Miriam. If you want to talk to her or reach out to her, you can go to her website, which is Miriam Apache, which is M-E-R-Y-E-M-A-R-P-A-C-I.com. You can find her on Instagram under Miriam Apache. I promise you it will be well worth having just a free catch up with her and just a chat and see what I see in her, which is incredible wisdom, amazing inspiration, and she can help guide you in the direction of your very, very best life. Thanks to Pietro and the team at Fiddy for sponsoring the podcast. So incredibly grateful for them for what they're doing in the health and wellbeing space, but also to help me 
get my wave of wellness rippling around the world. Thanks, guys. It is another week down, and I'm just even more enthusiastic and inspired about the Wellness Puzzle podcast than ever after that conversation with Miriam. So I'll be back, and I'll be having another conversation with Miriam in another few weeks because there's a lot more to talk about. So I look forward to being with you again next week. Hope you'll be with me next week. My name's Andrew Jobling. This is the Wellness Puzzle Podcast podcast.